Welcome back, my friend, to The Silent War with your host, Dustin Nemos of NemosNewsNetwork.com, where we continue with your help to break the cycle of fake news. On this episode of The Silent War, we have more scandals than you can handle. Everything from Hunter Biden's laptop providing evidence that, indeed, Burisma requested through Hunter that Joe Biden do something about that investigation into Burisma through a Ukrainian prosecutor, no less, good to have friends in high places. We also have evidence that the famine worldwide is about to get much, much worse. The eggs are merely a uh, canary in the coal mine. We have food shortages emerging worldwide. Vladimir Putin threatening all but nuclear war, and maybe that too, if we continue to pour weapons into Ukraine in order to kill Russians. The scandal would be enormous, according to a Pfizer director busted once again by Project Veritas about vaccine-induced menstrual irregularities, a problem many women are having now after taking the poison clot shot vaccine, the Jujab. Not to mention, by the way, Project Veritas's James O'Keefe has been placed on paid leave over this one. That's how big of a deal this one is. He even got basically removed from position. He'll probably get fired over this as quietly as they can manage. We have the UK regulators also finding Pfizer guilty of violating multiple uh, codes of their practice, their pharmaceutical practice, and we have a lot more actually, including some drama between Mike Lindell and Ron DeSantis. All of this and much more coming up after a short word from our Patriot sponsors. Here we go. Got sleep issues? Let me guess. All natural sleep aids don't work for you. Well, they only have one or two ingredients to help you sleep. What good is that? Try the brand new Sleepy Joe Sleep Aid. With 18 powerful sleep-inducing ingredients, Sleepy Joe is guaranteed to put you out like Sleepy Joe in his mama's basement. The label says take two, I take one. 30 minutes before I plan to sleep, and dag nabbit, I'm out like a light for about 8 hours. Grab yourself a bottle at redpillliving.com forward slash sleep. It sells out fast, so take action now. That's redpillliving.com forward slash sleep. Lights out. So Vladimir Putin has once again issued a threat to the West. If we continue to pour in weapons and tanks and who knows what else, they may attack us. They may leave Ukraine, which serves no benefit for them to continue fighting there on their own border, and they may come here and attack us or other countries like Germany that are also contributing these weapons to kill them. And honestly, who can blame them? especially given how we were behind the actual Nord Stream 2 pipeline terror attack, or at least the Biden regime controlling our government was. It's 2021. The U.S. and NATO are already irritated by the Nord Stream 1 gas pipeline because they see it as a threat to Western dominance. And now Nord Stream 2 was nearing completion, which would double the amount of cheap Russian gas flowing to Germany. Something had to be done. And this is how it went down, according to a source with direct knowledge of the operational planning. So Joe Biden authorizes his national security advisor to create a group to come up with a plan to get rid of the pipelines. By the end of the year, Jake Sullivan convenes a meeting of a new task force, men and women from the Joint Chiefs of Staff, the CIA and the State and Treasury Departments. 
They hold several top-secret meetings in the building right next to the White House. And during their brainstorming sessions, the Navy, for example, proposes using a newly commissioned submarine to assault the pipeline directly. The Air Force discusses dropping bombs that could be set off remotely. And the CIA just argued that whatever was done had to be done covertly. The CIA director at the time, William Burns, authorizes an agency working group to craft a plan for a covert operation that would use deep-sea divers to trigger an explosion along the pipeline. Early 2022, the CIA working group reports back to Sullivan's intra-agency group, we have a way to blow up the pipelines. Meanwhile, a few slip-ups. With regard to Nord Stream 2, Uh, We continue to have uh, very strong and clear conversations uh, with our German allies, and I want to be clear with you today. If Russia invades Ukraine, one way or another, Nord Stream 2 will not move forward. If Russia invades, uh, that means tanks or troops crossing the the border of Ukraine uh, again, then uh, there will be uh, we there will be no longer a Nord Stream 2. We, we will bring an end to it. The group is surprised over Biden's and Newland's indiscretions and are wondering what it means for their mission. The CIA's William Burns apparently said, do it. But how and when? Well, that's when Norway enters the picture. In March, a few members of the American team fly there to meet with the Norwegian Secret Service and Navy. The Norwegian Navy finds the right spot for the explosives and a way to camouflage them so the Russian Navy doesn't spot them. Norway apparently also suggests the ideal cover to plant the mines during the annual NATO exercises in the Baltic Sea, which take place in June. June 2022, the NATO exercises begin and the mines are planted. The White House starts having doubts about its genius plan and asks if the mines can be detonated at a later date so it doesn't look obvious that they did it. The Americans in Norway now have a new problem. They have to find a way to do it. The explosives could be triggered by a sonar buoy dropped by a plane at short notice. It would emit a sequence of unique low-frequency tonal sounds that would be recognized by the timing device and trigger the explosives. On September 26, 2022, a Norwegian Navy PA surveillance plane makes a seemingly routine flight and drops a sonar buoy. A few hours later, the high-powered C-4 explosives are triggered, and the rest is history. There's just no way any responsible national leader uh, could have been taken by surprise. Uh, I mean, Joe Biden all but said, I'm going to blow up your pipeline. Victoria Nuland all but said, yes, we're going to blow up your pipeline. Uh, And then when the pipeline was blown up, Germany pretends that that none of this history had occurred and uh, and, and, uh, were unwilling to do a thorough investigation, uh, probably out of fear of what they'd find. Well, I think uh, Europe takes these allegations very seriously. Uh, I mean, the the problem with Seymour Hersh's reporting is just it's too good. Um, And... Europe just can't pretend it doesn't exist. Uh, questions are going to be asked with specificity now. And um, at, at some point in time, it just becomes clear that everybody's just lying. 
To go further in depth on this, let's cross live now to Afshin Ratanzi, host of Going Underground, to get his take on the revelations. Afshin, it's good to see you. Great to have you on the program today. Now, let's start off by talking about the reaction here, because there have been concerns expressed among politicians and in the mainstream media that the revelations by investigative journalist Seymour Hirsch relied on unnamed sources. But at the same time, don't those same media outlets tend to use anonymous sources when it comes to their reporting? Why do you think they're suddenly concerned about that? Yeah, it's complete uh, utter hypocrisy. Cy Hirsch has used unnamed sources to reveal uh, atrocities in Abu Ghraib, uh, most famously the My Lai Massacre. People can watch our interview on Going Underground with Cy Hirsch on our Rumble channel. It was uh, banned from rebroadcast in Britain and uh, YouTube have uh, deleted it. Uh, they have to deny this uh, and they have to try and smear uh, Cy Hirsch because what he is saying, in effect, is that the Biden administration is responsible for perhaps one of the worst environmental and uh, geopolitical terror atrocities in history. This is on the scale of 9-11 or even worse. Where are the green groups? Greenpeace was saying they were going to investigate the impact of the, the environmental impact of the Nord Stream uh, attacks. Uh, where is all of that? Because it, it was apparently the largest methane link, uh, leak in history. The European Journal of Health in 2015 said 200,000 people die each winter across the European Union. Uh, the effect of the Nord Stream uh, pipeline attack on uh, prices of energy in European countries is uh, incalculable. Or perhaps, finally, people will start to realize how many people were, in effect, killed because of, and uh, of course, Cy Hirsch names them, Victoria Newland, Tony Blinken, Jake Sullivan, the players, as uh, he calls it on his uh, substack, the Norwegian Prime Minister, Jonas Storr, who served under Jens Stoltenberg, now head of NATO, the Panamanian President, Laurentina Cortizo, who hosted the uh, training, deep sea diving uh, training for this terror atrocity. We don't know how many hundreds of thousands of people, Joe Biden, uh, Jake Sullivan, Anthony Blinken and Victoria Newland have in effect murdered. Absolutely. And those effects will likely play out for years and years to come. Now, at the same time, speaking of that mainstream media reaction, there was one article which criticized Hirsch's work, saying it looked more like a blog post, apparently overlooking, as you noted, his reputation as a distinguished journalist. What, what do you make of these attempts to all of a sudden downplay his credibility, despite everything he has done in his career? It is, in effect, a blog post. It's on his uh, substack. And as he makes clear in his introduction to the substack, he feels it is the outlet that gives him the most freedom because, implicitly, there is no freedom in uh, NATO countries. They have to uh, try and smear him desperately, in a way, because as we, if Cy Hirsch is right, and I think most people around the world, the international community, when it comes to ordinary people, believe him, that means that uh, at the highest levels of U.S. government, there are people leaking information because they, too, are disturbed by Joe Biden's terror atrocity. Where is he getting the information? From disgruntled people at the highest levels inside. He says, according to a source with direct knowledge of the operational planning, of course, like any good journalist, he will not re reveal his sources. But there are people in the Biden administration, perhaps in the CIA, perhaps in the FBI, uh, perhaps in the Norwegian government, perhaps in Panama, uh, perhaps in the State Department, Blinken's own State Department, that don't want this. I should also say 
that uh, whilst they try and smear Hirsch, uh, this doesn't reflect well on the Russians. Uh, why did the Russian secret services, uh, why were they not able to get this information? Russian Security Council uh, uh, boss Nikolai Patrushchev, no new information. His reaction on this bombshell, literally explosive report. Does the Russian security services don't have any information about the largest terror atrocity on a pipeline uh, connecting Russia and Germany? So uh, it's interesting uh, that there are people gnawing away at power in, in the Biden administration. And hopefully we'll see more leaks of what terror antics uh, uh, around the world they are uh, playing at uh, as we speak. Yeah, certainly a lot of questions there. Now, let's get into a little bit Hirsch's decision to use Substack to publish these revelations there rather than going to a mainstream media outlet, someone that you would think would want to carry such a bombshell report. Why do you think that he made that decision and what kind of precedent do you think that it sets? Yeah, laughably, the Washington Post says democracy dies in darkness. Uh, one other aspect of this uh, Cy Hirsch revelation is that there is no informed consent in NATO nations. This story is not on the front pages of every newspaper in uh, the European Union or in the United States, the belligerence uh, with Russia through Ukraine. That's why he has to put it on Substack. And if there is no uh, freedom of the press, uh, I mean, they're clearly frightened of it. Why on earth is this program we're on right now being banned in uh, Europe and uh, in Britain, they're clearly terrified of the truth getting out there and any questions being asked, then if there is no informed consent, there is no democracy. So no longer can uh, Britain, the European Union and the United States call themselves democracy because they keep banning media, media and suppressing it. And in a sense, Cy Hirsch having to publish on Substack and many other journalists, of course, he's one of the greatest, uh, shows and proves there is no ability for journalists to get their message out to the ordinary working people of NATO nations. And therefore, there is no democracy in those nations. Yeah, it seems as though they only want to use that term when it works for them. Now, let's get into a little bit of the response or really lack thereof that we've heard from EU nations and specifically Germany, because one of the biggest things that seemed to come out of this report, it wasn't just that the United States wanted to make sure that Germany didn't rely too much on Russia. It was that the United States wanted to make sure that Germany didn't become too powerful, so much so that it didn't need to rely on the U.S. What do you make of the response that we've seen so far from Europe, given the fact that the United States is supposed to be one of their closest allies? I think all one has to look at is uh, Macron meeting uh, Zelensky in Paris uh, after yesterday's bizarre uh, presentation by the uh, Ukraine leader in London at the British Parliament to realize that the whole of Europe, Germany included, which is uh, arguably affected most by the Nord Stream uh, terror attack by the Biden administration, it's a complete, utter mess. And I think, uh, I mean, years to come, historians may ask, how was it possible, this mass hysteria for Zelensky, for uh, supporting the self-sanctioning of their own people? But I think uh, many may reflect on the idea that the powerful in NATO nations, and again, this rely, uh, relates to the idea of the, them not being democratic, is that uh, they are so out of touch with the ordinary people on the streets of Europe uh, and the streets of uh, Britain, those in power, that they don't even understand 
that uh, they they are so out of touch and that uh, the pipeline explosion like this, which has arguably killed so many of their populations, is still not important enough to give an urgent press conference. Where is Schultz? Where are the opposition parties in Germany? Nothing, nothing particularly, and the media follows suit. Yeah, certainly. Endless questions given just how much is at stake. Afshin Ratanzi, host of Going Underground, thank you so much for your time and insight. Thank you, Rachel. Hey everyone, Dustin Emos here. Briefly, I want to remind you that we are 100% listener supported. So if you're donating and shopping Patriot with our Patriot sponsors like redpillliving.com, you're helping us to continue our mission to fight fake news with truth and to continue to trigger not only the fake news, but the World Economic Forum tyrants and the Biden regime as they continue to try to enslave the world. We're there between you and them fighting back. You can help us by donating once or continually, or you can also help us by shopping with our Patriot sponsors. Head over to redpillliving.com, for example, and pick up some incredible products. This is one of my favorites there. It's called Sleepy Joe. It's an all-natural, food-based sleep aid. No liver toxicity, no groggy side effects. I wouldn't you know, take it and drive, but it's not going to like harm your liver or your brain the way that most of the you know, over-the-counter or prescription sleep aids out there do. So it's a great product. Uh, I get amazing sleep with it. And I usually have a lot on my mind. I have trouble going to sleep a lot of nights. So that's where uh, we invented the product Sleepy Joe with amazing, incredible, all, again, all-natural food-based ingredients. So check it out. Now back to our show. Here we go. Redpillliving.com. A UK regulatory agency has found Pfizer guilty of violating three different sections of the British Pharmaceuticals Code of Practice. Yet I doubt anything substantive will be done, especially given that Pfizer and these other vaccine companies have worked out immunity deals and complete exemption from lawsuits with these governments. And remember, governments are sort of finally accepting and showing and, and kind of admitting slowly, quietly, that these things are not working and in some cases are dangerous. We even have the FDA looking into it if you believe that's going to go anywhere. This is probably just a ploy to make people think something is actually being done. And just as we've been warning people for years now, these vaccines, especially the mRNA COVID era vaccines, are killing people and destroying menstrual regularity. And that means also killing babies, making people infertile, causing miscarriages, causing misery, causing destruction, causing periods in old people who don't have periods anymore, causing periods to happen when they're not supposed to or be heavier than normal with women who are normally having periods. And as death consumes these women's wombs, Pfizer's director was also busted by Project Veritas in yet another clip that has been released. Admitting all of this is a concern. And by the way, James O'Keefe at Project Veritas has already been placed on paid leave over this one. The biggest story he has ever busted. Although, on the flip side of that, we do have some signs, albeit early, that justice may be around the corner, in some countries at least. The first sovereign may be about to prosecute. Well, I found out yesterday um, that a gentleman by the name of Pascal Najati in Switzerland was able to get 
convince the Swiss Attorney General of the nation to prosecute the Swiss President and the Minister of Health for abuse of process. There are two other criminal defendants um, that are sealed at this moment in time, but the President himself and the Minister of Health are under investigation, indictment, and prosecution by the Swiss Attorney General. It's the first criminal complaint anywhere on the planet that has legs. This is the first time anywhere that anybody's been charged with these crimes. And it happened in Switzerland. I just heard about it yesterday. I'm also working with um, a royal family in Southeast Asia who had one of their family members killed. Um, they are able, by virtue of their lineage and power in that country, to convene their own war crimes tribunal. So we're, we're pursuing that outside of the United States because we can't get anything done inside the United States. The tide has changed. It's really changed. And now you're going to see the flood, floodgates open. These are universal jurisdiction crimes, which means that if Switzerland wanted to prosecute our president, they would not only have the ability to do that and do that in absentia, they would have the ability to sentence and actually carry out that sentence uh, in, in absentia, meaning the extraterritorially. If they were able to find a treaty partner, they could go and grab whoever it is responsible, bring it back to Switzerland for the, the execution, if that's what the sentence was. This is a big deal. This is a huge deal. The first sovereign to do this. And don't be alarmed over all of the talk of Chinese spy balloons floating over the U.S. and elsewhere. It's probably been happening for a long time. In fact, China's been bragging about it and is upset that it happened. But I feel like there's more to this story than we're being told. What need have we for spy balloons with fancy cameras on them when we have satellites in space with high-definition technology that can zoom into your front porch? Doesn't China have those too? Isn't space a thing? I thought all of that was real. So why do we need low-tech spy balloons <laughs> when we have those? Doesn't make any sense. And it would only provide a very small and local regional picture by comparison to a satellite, which would obviously have a much bigger scope available to them. Um, it just doesn't make any sense. Now, on the other hand, what does make sense is that, well, we've been lied to about everything, including the globe Earth. Space is a lie. Satellites have never gone into space. They have always been attached to specific types of balloons that are very hard to find and see and are very high altitude. They're basically like crystalline looking and I've got images of them that you can see at theserapium.com slash flat FAQ and you can look at one of these satellite balloons and of course NASA is the greatest uh, buyer and purchaser and user of helium in the world but I digress. I know this is a lot for most people to take in, but these may simply be regular satellite balloons that just got too low and people found them. And now the lie is out and they're trying to preserve the lie by saying it's a spy balloon from China. And this is not the first time this has happened. These have crashed before in the U.S. We have seen them before. Um, nothing new here, really, except the level of attention that this one is getting in a war paranoid country and maybe some good will come from it and more people will find out about the biblical earth and the truth of fake space and the freemason actors guild at nasa federal u.s district judge in oklahoma patrick wyrick a trump appointee has ruled that banning gun users based merely on their use of marijuana is unconstitutional 
becoming a bit of a hero overnight with many. And he's probably right. I've used cannabis to avoid using all of the painkillers that turn my mom, brother, and sister into drug addicts. I use a plant, and that helps my spine, which was crushed by an SUV. It helps me get by. Uh, a lot of people turn to opioids, and then when their prescription was no longer strong enough, uh, they turn to street heroin, and they turn to other drugs to get that same feel, and then it just is a slippery slope into doom and oblivion. Sometimes it seems like the only safe pain medicine out there is the one God gave us. Please believe me when I tell you that the egg prices are the canary in the coal mine. Everything is about to become much more expensive to buy. All food is going to become hard to get if you can find it at all. In even first world nations. Coming soon. As the same government that forced us into World War III arbitrarily, and others, honestly, is now forcing us into a man-made famine so that they can offer us a solution the New World Order, after they've stamped out all resistance, of course. And we have yet more evidence from the Hunter Biden laptop. It's the gift that keeps on giving. For years now, we just keep finding more connections and more dots. What a corrupt, corrupt family. Oh, what tangled webs we weave when first we practice to deceive. Anyway, the latest is that the Burisma, the company that Hunter Biden was scandalously involved with in Ukraine when Joe Biden had the lead prosecutor investigating Burisma fired. Turns out Burisma asked Hunter Biden to have that happen. They asked Hunter Biden to end the Ukraine investigation on the company. They asked their American partner, who had no involvement in American government, supposedly, to overturn a Ukrainian lead prosecutor going after their company for corruption. Wow. Good to have friends in high places, I guess. And as we all know, Joe Biden pulled the money, or threatened to pull the money, if he didn't get fired. And he got fired. Mike Lindell is going after Ron DeSantis for hosting and even edifying or promoting a Dominion attorney. All we need now is Lynn Wood and his dogs, and the drama circle is complete. That's it for this video. I hope you have found this to be of value. If you did, please consider liking, sharing, and even subscribing at nemosnewsnetwork.com for more. We'll see you at the next one. Nemos out.